Trigger warning, Death and Friends is not a podcast for the light of heart. Many dark and serious subjects will come up. Listener discretion is advised. Hey. Que pasa? Okay, so uh, we're ready to go, I think. Yep, yep. Uh, Mike is set up. Uh, let me, script is, script is ready. Yeah, right. Uh, about that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no cold open, though. Right. I mean, everything is here, but there's no open for the show. Yeah, thanks for man explaining that for me. That's great. <laughs> I'm just saying you should have read one. Oh, this from the writer of Science is Very Cool and Also Sad Sometimes. God, I wish the jingle would start. All right. Here we go. Death comes for us all. You might as well make it your friend. Your friend. With us. was the cold open welcome to death and friends i'm angel that ball of joy is nash hey pretty good right you are not allowed to write cold opens ever again yeah nice no no it's a punishment you're the worst (laughs) while nash figures out different ways to torture me i'll let you know the spot of bother on today's episode that was a terrible accident do you want to do it again no 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 it's fine okay ah yes today we get to do our favorite thing we get to dunk on the British. That's paint a picture, Nash. By the way, when we say dunk on the British, we mostly mean the rich and the monarchy. But this episode, a whole new era is on blast, including regular folks. Sorry, not sorry, bitch. Excuse my, uh, excuse my French. Gui? I don't think we actually have any British listeners. Uh, actually, I know for a fact we have like one Brummy listener. <laughs> Sucks to suck. You've got a carbon <laughs> quality. Back to picture painting. We're talking about an absolutely wild period of history known for industry, disease, and all, all of the racism. Just all of it. Probably. Yeah, more more than likely. The Victorian era! A time of a growing middle class, industry, and the English just blasted with disease. Like, holy crap. Chock full of it. That and so much more. Now, there were a lot of ways to die in the Victorian era, but we will be focusing on the one place the Victorians felt the safest. Home. So, where do we start? Poison. Girl, I must warn you. More specifically, arsenic, because that shit was everywhere. Like on the walls. Literally. Ah. See, people's homes were actual death traps. Victorians wanted to be fancy. And to be honest, nothing says fancy quite like wallpaper. Mm, With the growing middle class, people have money to buy things and make their houses look nice. And the most popular color? Green. Due to its connection to regality. Yes, green. The color of money. Starring Tom Cruise. Problem is, it was colored green with arsenic. (laughs) There are thousands of cases of children dying from eating wallpaper that was just laying around. See, arsenic is deadly in any way. And I mean that poor vocabulary on purpose. Because no matter how you come into contact with it, whether it's skin, breathing, drinking, eating, even just looking at it sometimes, uh, doesn't even matter. Even a small amount will eventually reach your bloodstream and it's all over from there. Bummer. So let's say, yeah, so let's say you don't touch the exposed arsenic, right? Just having the wallpaper led to very sickly Victorians. Those houses were 
terribly built with low ventilation, it's essentially working as a slow-acting poison. I feel like that was a medical fact, but I didn't hear the jingle for medical facts. <laughs> no worries. We will get there. But arsenic is super fun. Speaking of fun... Fun facts with Nash. Let's talk quickly about the pharmacy. Because look, Victorian Britain was sick as all shit, which we will get to. But most ordinary people in this time period did not have access to doctors like we think of them today. Starting in 1837, almost all of healthcare was happening in your quaint local pharmacy. Oh. Yeah. The chemists that ran the shops did everything from skincare and cosmetics, to pain management, to dentistry, to fireworks. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. In the start of the 19th century, the medicines were mostly based on ancient botanical recipes with the fun surprise of opiates and arsenic mixed in for pizzazz. Hey, the poison glow really makes your skin look just mwah. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. It is shockingly hard to get pimples when your skin is literally dying off of your face. (laughs) (laughs) Just flawless looking skin on the floor. Oh my. Oh my god, you look so wonderful, darling, just on the floor like that. Oh, you're up here? Oh, Well, your okay. skeleton is well, shining, like gorgeous. Yeah, not a wrinkle in sight. Uh, most Victorian <laughs> chemist recipes are like this, to the absolute extreme. One medicine invented by John Colas Brown was a treatment for cholera while he was serving in the British Indian Army. It was actually a medicine called chlorodyne. It contains, and this is true, chloroform, cannabis, and opium. Ah, uh, yes, I'm very familiar with this. This is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost <laughs> in one medicine. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Did it at least like? Did it at least cure people of cholera? <laughs> no, it did not. But it did become a cold medicine in ye old Great Britain. Because to be real honest with you, it is very hard to complain about your cough or head cold if you're tripping balls or if you're unconscious. But here's the fun bit. Unlikely. Anybody could be a chemist. Well, that's just, you know, inspirational. No. You're just following your dreams. No, no. You sh- anyone. Anybody. You could just walk off the street and suddenly decide to get mildly into poisoning your neighbors. <laughs> Commercial? <laughs> oh, that was the first time I ever, like heard her read that. So like the laugh was genuine. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> Post commercial. So uh, Victorian adults were killing themselves. Let's talk about their kids. Jesus, dude. You uh, you hear about this? Kids. Lead. Oh, what what about lead? The leading cause of infant mortality in Victorian England. Wait, what? <laughs> so let's say you don't want wallpaper because your friends are getting sick. Your kid's probably eating it. So you're going to be smart when redecorating your home. Okay. I'm following. So you paint the house. Right. Same paint that was used on the walls was actually used to paint your toys as well. I think I see where this is going. Yes. On three. One, two, three. The all paint had lead. was ugly. No. What? No. The, all the paint had lead, dude. Oh. In fact, most paint had lead up to like 50 years ago. Well, it sounds like your house... In the Victorian era, it was like the least habitable place to live. Like, everything wanted to kill you. <laughs> oh, Nash. <laughs> See, the poison walls, and you had all kinds of things, right? So, like, straight up lying by gas companies, just straight up lies that led to a lot of asphyxiation deaths. Bummer. Exploding toilets. Exploding toilets? Yes. So, utilities start making their way into the home, and gas was a major one. These gas companies would lie to people and say stuff like, it's perfectly safe to walk into a room full of gas with a candle. 
Oh. Yeah, just real 1900 cigarette advice from these companies. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bonkers. It's it's actually insane. You remember those? You know those ads, right? They're like, Doctor Johnson says, smoke three packs a day and your penis will grow four inches. Well, I mean, I wish my penis would grow four inches. So example, well, you're only smoking one pack a day, so that's the problem. I'm gonna have to really up my ante if I want a four inch dick. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't plan to say any of this, but you can leave Ooh. it in. When I get famous, it's going to be like, Nash Flynn wants four-inch penis, and I will not remember why that became a thing. And you'll be, like, the top dog of, like, all the incel groups. <laughs> They're like, finally, someone who understands. <laughs> I can't grow facial hair on my neck. <laughs> like, uh, you're, like, on my neck. My oh, back. I can grow it everywhere else, just not my Every- <laughs> Oh, that's, that's a weird... It's a side effect from the Victorian poisons I put on my neck skin to stop it from wrinkling. Gotcha. Yeah. You do have to end up stapling your face back together, though, every day. It's probably fine. I mean, that so just gives me access to my skeleton so I can be mad at it. There you go. See? Perfect. It's a great Halloween that's, costume. That's how you look so young still. You look wonderful, doll. Yeah, you just pull your skin back in the morning and then let it loose at night. This has gone too far. It's (laughs) truly, we've let this joke wander. Gross. So, for example, when furnaces were invented, companies would build a furnace in every single room. Sometimes homes would have up to 10 furnaces going at once without letting steam out. See, the thing is, this is the beginning of all this tech. Things that are obvious to us were not obvious to them. Nobody understood science. Houses would straight up explode from the pressure caused by steam not being released or from smoke inhalation because nobody thought about how terrible the ventilation was. You think gas was dangerous, though? Add electricity. Shocking, truly. More, more like explodey. So old-timey light bulbs fizzled out with a spark. Add that to poorly ventilated homes filled with sickly and, quite frankly, high people from gas leaks. It equals a lot of dead bodies. Essentially, proper bathrooms are invented in the Victorian era. Why? Because Victorians were scared of their smells. So bathrooms were made to poo, pee, So their bathtubs were insanely dangerous. They're connected to the gas line to heat up for a warm bath. (laughs) But they put a flame directly underneath them. Just like right underneath. People soup. Just like mom used to make. You know that classic tale of the frog, like, not notice they're being gradually boiled alive? Mm. Yeah. Well, people did that all the time. They also got third-degree burns and from the casual explosions. Yes, I always thought that was a very morbid thing to teach a small child. Give people what they want. From... Yeah. You want me to talk about exploding toilets? Yay! Okay, let's talk about exploding toilets for a hot second. So, like I said before, when all this shit was invented, pun intended, it was their first time. So a lot of it was sadly fucked up and based on trial and error. Just like mine. So imagine the toilets were built to trap your butt. Then blow up? After you blew up the toilet? You know, it's okay. So, <laughs> so it was the plumbing. The toilets were surprisingly made very well. The plumbing was built in a way where blockages in methane would build up quite often this this is why there were so many explosions in sewers yes yes indeed yes the mystery of the exploding sewer. we solved it you guys now you know we we got him we found him moriarty was him all along sherlock and holmes right here right not that terrible movie but it's yeah no. well we got we got to the bottom of it the methane buildup in these terribly ventilated sewers would have to get fixed this is before the invention of plumbers 
plenty of plumbers crack, though. Although probably not because men's fashion. Focus. Focus. <laughs> Just saying. So someone will go down in the dark, stinky sewer with a candle or a torch because flashlights aren't a thing. Thus. Boom. So I imagine this leads to. So the methane would build up often and it would go back up the toilet. Mm. So let's say you had a mighty bowel movement. Okay. You ate a lot of cheese and beans. Oh, no. And you can't handle your own stench. (laughs) So you light a match to cover the smell up. Of course, your ass. Your ass is going to blow up. Your ass would blow up. Yeah. (laughs) It would, in fact, blow up. (laughs) She's dummy Uh, thick, and boy, it's fire. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Morbid. Yeah. <laughs> While that, what you ate that day would literally kill you. Oh, you have no idea. What do you mean? Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't a reference to my IBD. In the Victorian era, the most important food that people ate was bread. I do love carbs. Right? Anyway, it was a part of the movement of food becoming adulterated, essentially modified food. Things like chalk, plaster of Paris iron sulfate was added to the bread to make it last longer look better and most importantly make it cheaper Uh, the most prominent of these was alum and it makes bread look extra tasty and white just like me shut up nash even though in small amounts they ate this shitty ass bread multiple times a day it led to constipation diarrhea and straight up fucked up guts just like you nash yeah and a lot of children would die at work Here's the messed up part, uh, the really messed up part. A lot of children would die in, like, workhouses. We, we've we talked about workhouses before, how they're essentially death sentences. Yep. And, but they wouldn't die from being dis- disease-ridden places, full of violence, the constant danger of horses. What? Don't worry about that. Okay. They would die of diarrhea and malnutrition due to the bread. Hmm. Still no jingle? What? It's medical. Medical. Stop. Stop worrying about the jingle. Another fun fact. Fun fact. No, 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 no. No. You already did this. You keep saying medical facts. Ah. No jingle. You suck. Let's start wrapping up with the one thing Angel misses the most. Don't. Don't do this to me. Ah. Milk. Ah, you son of a bitch. Yes. I miss chocolate milk, right? And it's tricky to find the one that is lactose-free option that is some kind of nut juice. Okay. And, like, the pills don't work when it's just straight milk. Do you really want to say nut juice on this podcast? Shut up. Okay. See, when toys weren't killing kids, milk was killing kids. One of the milks came from Miss Beaton, essentially the Martha Stewart of her time. In one of her books, she recommends a way to make your milk last longer. And she recommended Borax. Uh... Part of the Martha Stewart collection, available at Kmart. The addition of alkali to milk made it taste not spoiled, and thus it was fine, right? Wrong as hell. It straight up murdered people. Great. Fun fact, uh, borax was sold as, like, wonder supply. So it cleans things, makes clothes whiter, makes your milk palatable, etc. Just a wild range of nonsensical things. Great. Consuming it makes irritation in your stomach lining, thus causing things like diarrhea, constipation, the works. You see a recurring theme of your stomach getting messed up yeah. throughout the Victorian era. And the borax made the milk drinkable, but insanely toxic. By the way, borax still sold as a cleaning supply, if huh. it sounded familiar to you. Mm. So despite the borax, a lot of bacteria still grew inside milk. Sure, some of it gave you the shits. 
Um, but also, the uses of a chemical caused a lot of people to die of tuberculosis, specifically bovine TB. Allow me to explain. Ooh. Bovine TB. Play the jingle. Black death, polio, spontaneous combustion. Dying comes and after death comes decomposition. It may seem sad and also gross, but here you are and here's your host, not an actual doctor, but it's medical, medical, medical facts with Dr. Ass. <laughs> Bovine TV was in a quite ironic way, a real motherfucker. Wow. The bovine TV bacteria, medical name here, uh, really fucks you up. <laughs> it's not like ye old regular TV, coughing and fever and such. It rots your brains, most importantly your bones. It would make an abscess in your bones, literally make them weak and hollow. This is starting to hurt my throat. <coughs> you got it. I just keep going. Yep. <laughs> so a lot of Victorians would develop the abscesses in their spine. Abscess? Abscesses? Abscessi. Abscessi. In, your, in their bones. <laughs> Uh, specifically their spines. And once it bursts, just... Mm. See, if it bursts into one direction, it would paralyze or, in best case scenario, kill you. Perfect. Uh, if it bursts the other way, uh, you would have an unnatural curve. Less perfect. Yeah. So people walked with, like, extreme scoliosis <sighs> and rotting spines that they got as children from drinking milk infected with bovine TB. In fact, an entire generation of kids was exposed to bovine TB, many of them dying in an estimated half a million from said milk, according to some studies. So, real messed up stuff. It sounds like you waited for the grossest way to die to play the jingle. <laughs> yes, yes I did. Can you believe we only talked about some of the ways Victorians would die in their homes? We didn't talk about the smog, the murder, the rampant syphilis, the leprosy. The wild thing is that if you traveled back in time, most people would imagine these rosy-cheeked fancy people in big dresses and escorts, yes, yes, speaking in clever accents, uh, when in reality you'd find fucking sickly pasty ghouls in muddy-ass dresses speaking cockney. Harsh. That was a bit mean. I'm sorry, lone British listener. Yeah. And on that terrible disappointment, that's the episode. Thank you. Good night. Okay, let's cool it there, Top Gear. Oh. <laughs> we got we got plugs to make. All right, everybody. And on that disappointment, <laughs> sorry, Nash. Uh, remember to subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you catch your podcasts. Follow us on Patreon on Angels Feet. <laughs> Angels Feet Picks. <laughs> yeah, it's just the inside of my toes with the athletic foot. It's just mm. rampant. We got plugs. Plugs with tails. No, that's a different no, thing. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. We're fine. We're fine. It's fine. You know what else is fine? Subscribing to us on iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, you should do that wherever you get your podcasts. It doesn't have to be the mainstream people. We're fine. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at It's Nash Flynn. And I'm at Gorilla Jokes, G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A Jokes. And of course, follow the podcast on Instagram at Death and Friends Podcast. Hey, hey, you there. Yeah? Thanks for listening. You're welcome. Ah, oh, okay. I'm not talking to you, Nash, but oh. that's fair. Okay. I mean, you're, you're also great. <sighs> hey, hey, you're cool too. Hey, bud. Hey. Hey. This got weird. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to us. Um, I'm going to imply the response has been great. We record these ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks for giving this dumb old little stupid ass old looking ass dumb ass thing. You're really selling it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, 
death is a weird topic. Be heavy and strange. And we're going to tackle all of it. And it's okay. We're going to be alright. And uh, just hope you had some fun. And it's not easy. But just know that you matter. And you are loved. If you don't want to be your own friend, we will be your friend. We're your friend right now. From the closet. Oh, God. Oh, no. These blankets are really soft. Thank you for providing Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Goodbye, Skeleton Army. Good night. Love you. Your hair looks really nice today. This has been a Knavery Inc. podcast. Go to knaveryinc.com for more details. Executive produced by Jacob Duffy Halbleib. Audio designed by Dominic Guanzon. The fuck is a knave? Remember this is a comedy podcast? Don't use it in your research papers. I like what you've done with your room. The new Stop. poster is nice. <laughs> <laughs> is that Bo Derek? Wow. Oh, did you change the password on your phone again? That's okay. I'll figure it out. I found your crusty socks. <laughs> I'll keep them for reasons. Oh, no. It's for, for science, mostly. Welcome back to Creepy ASMR with Nash and Angel. We're inside um, this week's guest's closet. Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. You hey, look Jeff, so hey, different when you're asleep than when you're awake. Did you know that, buddy? <laughs> I really like your butt tattoo that you never told anybody about. Yeah, Tweety was a strong choice. <laughs> they did a great job with the coloring right near your crack. Yeah, really quite beautiful. Honestly, it's inspiring. I got the same exact tattoo because I love it so much. I went to the same guy and everything. He thought it was weird. It's weird because he said, like, you know, there's a guy who came in here not too long ago and he got this same tattoo. And we're like, wow, that's so weird. Mm -hmm, Proceeded weird. to breathe heavily for 30 minutes. You know what I love about you, Jeff? You know what I really love about you? For most people, they say that your asshole and your lips are the same color, but not you, Jeff. <laughs> it's so nice and unique to see some variation I like it Jeff we love you <laughs> shh, shh, shh no words this has gone on too long just vibes <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry dumb. <laughs>